I'm digging deep for the footy this week, bro. I need you to uh, I need you to lift me in spirit. Let's see what I can do, man. You're obviously here for the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. Bro, are we, yeah. we fried beans supposed to tune to the toilet like this? Welcome to the Dip in Butter program with Kat and Wes. Figure out what you can figure out when you can figure it out, nigga. Just be here. So you know, soon. let's do the pot. Well, I'll ask you straight. Ahead. Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Good morning. Good evening. Happy Tuesday. Happy Thursday. Happy two weeks from now. Happy three weeks in the past. Whenever it is you hit play on this thing, man, we appreciate you hitting play. You can hit play whenever you want to because that's what makes podcasts dope. This is the number one mixtape podcast out there on the internet. The number one Pretty Eye podcast. And we are in a Pretty Eye mood across from me. That's my goddess, your goddess, Forever Young 89 on all of the important socials. He's West with no T with a young on the end of that thing on all the irrelevant now socials. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of them, I was going to say no noteworthingly like MySpace, but mm. they might sponsor us here in the future. MySpace might make a comeback, so fuck it. Maybe. Uh, that's the motherfucking goddamn glue around here. We call him Elmer Young, and without further ado in my fucked up intros, that's Wes. What's going on, my guy? Yeah, uh, regular regular shit, man. I hate to be so redundant sometimes at the top of this podcast by saying that, but it really. When do like, we throw this away? Yeah, I, I don't know. I've, it's a feeling, I guess, and I'll you know when I feel like throwing it away, I will. But until mm-hmm. like regular shit stop happening, I guess I'm just gonna speak on regular shit only like I know how. Um, but not to you know digress too far into that shit with my guy across from me on the uh, number one pretty high podcast in in America. Um, with the hottest takes in the United States. That is Cat a K with two T's. You can catch my man at catandcrunch.com. You can dip into the serial shit. Um, or you can go to youtube.com and just type in cat over there, a K with two T's and see what you get. Just see if the page comes up. Cause I don't want to direct you to the page. If you heard if you heard about it last week, you heard about it last week. If not, catch up. Um whenever you might catch up. I'm not it's not a pressing issue. Um but also this week I want you to catch me and my guy um over there at playersfuckup.com slash dipped in butter program because um sometimes players fuck up. Um name namely me last week at the tail end of um last week's episode, it was a lot of shit going on on the fourth of July recording. I got back late, tried to get shit done. Um and I chopped the end of the episode kind of we, we got through the whole episode, <laughs> but it, it kind of ends very very abruptly and that's not my style so i want you to know that that has been corrected and updated if you're listening to this um it's not too late you will catch and fan it's so petty it's only like the last eight or ten seconds of the show that but it bothers you right it bothered the fuck out of me immediately so just so y'all know i'm feeling honorable this week and like i really stand up and i really mean what i be saying and stand it on yeah i mean um however i just got way deep into it you can catch my man pause you can catch my man's um here each and every tuesday or whichever day is pod day in your life um, wherever podcasts are placed right here on the Dipped and Butter program, my nigga and yours, what's popping? Yeah, man. Uh, th- this today's show this week in my real life, you know, and this this podcast is just an audio recording of our real lives. And this yeah. what this week is 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 quite interesting, man. My wife is out of town. Um, you look, her you look and a little. Sorority. You know, you know, it looks wifeless around here. Doesn't it? I, I got like does, fam. tube like, socks on the floor bro, behind me. The, the lights are the lights are not as bright as they usually are. And no. you're like you're like the the illustration right now of when people say is the glass half empty or is it half full? Like you're half empty right now, buddy. I got I got a lot for this, even though like I have nothing like I got barely any notes written down this week. But usually those are our better shows. So fuck <laughs> it. Let's just, let's explore. Like how long does it take? 
a married nigga or a nigga in a relationship that's used to being with their partner, how long should it take reasonably for you to completely fall apart when your girl is gone for a significant amount of time? Like my wife is off on like the 100 year anniversary celebration of her sorority. Mm -hmm. It's in Mm -hmm. Indianapolis, Indiana. I hope I even got that right. Um, And she flew out to be gone for a full week celebrating with all her sisters in Soror, right? Mm -hmm. And it didn't take long before I realized that I don't know if I'm capable of doing everything that needs to be done around here. Now, when I say everything that needs to be done, don't get me wrong. Like, when my wife ever has to, like, leave us for any significant amount of time, and by significant amount of time, I mean more than a day. She'll like do all the laundry in the house. She'll like clean out the refrigerator. Like she tries to make the crib dummy proof, which I Mm -hmm. fully appreciate because I'm a dummy, (laughs) but it don't take long before I start like little shit start hitting me. Like if I need to leave the house, I got to bring the kid with me because James at work, like shit like that. You know what I mean? Like little shit, you just fall so much into habit, into doing that. You realize like, Man, single parenthood is really not dope, bro. Now, I don't me, know why Instagram memes make it seem like it's cool, but it ain't. Now let me now let me learn something because I feel like you know we we we've uh we meet at this intersection often on this podcast. Um, okay. Whenever we have to leave, or whenever our wives have to leave, or what, what, even even leaving together and being gone from home together, there's only but so many days. You know, what I'm saying that you like to be outside of your environment, but I feel like in these cases, particularly for you you be having adequate notice that this is about to happen. So is there like no pep talk? Do you not drink the water from Space Jam that's labeled, you know, strong juice or Michael Jackson juice or Michael Jordan juice, whatever the fuck it was labeled? Like, do you not drink none of that beforehand? Or is it just like you use that energy bar really quick once she goes? That's a great question. That's actually a phenomenal question. Because the problem with what you're saying is, (laughs) is she'll tell me, with a significant amount of prep time. Mm-hmm. And therein lies the problem. Because if you tell me anything too soon, then it basically doesn't exist in my wow. mind. And it's so yeah. far in the future, we'll all be dead. COVID will no. have killed us all by then, by the time that actually happens. And then when it actually gets here, I'm completely ill-prepared because I haven't thought about it since two months ago when you told me it was going to happen. I, I don't know if this is applicable here. I don't know if this will help you. Um, cause it might just induce anxiety if I'm oh, no. thinking about it, but like, and I've, I think I've spoken about this before. Maybe this is just real life coming to the pod, but like I've had to become a calendar filler outer fam. Like you have to put it on your Google if calendar. It's not, uh, no, I have to put it in my iPhone calendar. I don't give a shit about my Google calendar. If it's uh-huh. not on the one in my phone and like, I, I tend to, um, I tend to, you know, the the ranking of importance of them is what determines if they get an alert or not. You know what I'm saying? So like the bowling, my bowling league alert that I have that goes off on Sundays goes off an hour before bowling starts. But that's hey, really put more some socks so, on, nigga. You got to go bowl professionally. It takes me 45 minutes to get there. So like an hour alarm is like, yo, stupid. If you're doing anything else, you better put you that to, down. Yeah, you I need leave you to it a get there. Bit. My doctor's appointments that I be having to go to like once a month, fam. They have a two hour reminder in my phone. So if I get caught up in work, that joint goes off two hours and an hour before. And again, it takes me like 40, 45 minutes to get to the doctor. So like the two hour before is like, all right, stupid. 
don't get caught up in what you're doing or wrap up whatever you're doing and be ready to leave here in the next hour, 45 minutes. And then that, you know, that next hour one is like, yo, you need to be getting the fuck up out the door. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a punctual, you know, time guy. So I'm usually in the car when these things are going off, but like right. that, that, that's how I get it done. So like in, in that case, like I've, I, I might've needed to put, you know, my, my wife is leaving and just put a, 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 a weekly reminder. And I need a reminder every day leading hey. up to this event. Hey, like just make new. sure, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Your wife She's is going to be leaving in three She's days. Hey, bro, get yourself together. Go to the grocery store. Your life, your wife is leaving in two days. Hey, bro, tomorrow your life, your life, I keep saying, your wife has to be on an airplane you might want to go ahead and like have some sex before she's gone for something. Like it's all kinds of little and shit the, that you gotta last like one. make sure that you line up. Like that yeah. shit is insane. And, and the bro, last one says, it's all on you, buddy. <laughs> it's showtime. Yeah. It's it's crazy because like I, I got her to the airport this morning, and uh even just driving back from the airport is like an hour and a half drive. Mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. driving back and making sure I got back in town on time because my son had a job interview, which is a whole nother story. We got to go down that avenue next. Um, Mm -hmm. But I had to stop at the grocery store before I came home just to make sure we had little odds and ends, you know, little lunch meat and salad packets and grapes and bananas and little fuck shit. So when Cameron comes in here and looks at me in the face, because I can't say, go get your mom, I have to be able to give her like trail mix and shit like that. Whatever you give kids. I don't know what they eat anymore. Um, But it's just interesting because it's it's not like it's a lot. Like she doesn't leave me with an abundance of responsibilities. She really does do a great job of childproofing mm-hmm. this shit around. But <laughs> it's just like making sure the connectors connect to the thing they're supposed to connect to. Okay. Falls on me. And I don't hold myself as one of the most responsible people in this house. Okay. It I might mean, that's go real. like Donovan, then Cameron, then me. That's then crazy. Jay. Nah, that's crazy. You got to fall number two by default. You pay bills, fam. I know. I got to get, I got to fix that. You pay bills. Interesting thing happened to me this past weekend, man. Uh, So we was talking on the show here a couple of weeks ago about how like in my older adult years, especially being that I've moved away from home and I kind of am who I am already, right? Like Mm -hmm. too far in my timeline to be like, doing a transformation of character and shit like that. So I am who I am. My friends kind of are who they are. And I was kind of confiding in you that like, I've been out here like five years now. I ain't really made much friends. Shout out to Luis. Like he finally moved back in town. So I got him. But other than that, I ain't made no friends out here. Right. So, and I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? My wife is moved back fast as hell. Didn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Man, we got to talk about that too. Um, so, we have like these things that are like concerts at our local park, right? Walking distance from the crib, they'll have these these free concerts. It'll be like local talent and talent that they outsource from other states and stuff. And they'll come and the whole town will shut down and everybody in town will go bring their picnic chairs and their alcohol. And there'll be vendors out and funnel cakes and shit. It's a whole big thing. Like the town always comes out in a big way during the summer when the concert series is going on. And I usually like, if I go... I usually go walk around for a little bit, listen to the music, decide if I'm going to eat something. And then I really kind of be looking to go home. But my wife, she's like a very charismatic and networking type of person out here. So we end up staying a little bit longer than maybe my taste would allow for. Mm-hmm. But I'd be looking to go home. You know what I'm saying? Under normal circumstances. However, 
continuing from last week's podcast, remember I was telling you the dude that she bumped into mm-hmm. happened to be from back home in the city, right. et cetera, et cetera. I was like, I hit dude up like, hey, we're going to be at the concert tonight. If you want to fall through, we can link up. Because I was looking for the opportunity to laugh with him about the fact that he told my wife like, hey, when I bumped into your husband, I would have liked to chop it up with y'all. But he looked like he wasn't knowing that shit. He shot me to like the don't talk to me head nod, which <laughs> was hilarious to me because it 100% was the don't talk to me head now. Like, I be catching myself doing it. Especially, like, so I live in a very, like, my town is very few black people, right? Like, we're under, like, 10% town out mm-hmm. here. And for me, it's very, it is and always has been really weird for, like, when you come across the one other black person in the grocery store, y'all, like, you feel obligated to lock eyes. And then do the, like, what's up? How you doing? Like, you black and I'm black. Like, I don't be wanting to do that. Like, I'm Bro. not a big... I love black people, but I'm not a fan of that. It makes me feel and uncomfortable. You want to know what? It it was crazy. So, I don't want to say that I felt obligated before, but I felt obligated before because the numbers were so low, fam. But, like, in the, the last year, fam, when I tell you every time that I go to the shit that we've always gone to, the gas station, the store, I see more and more and more black people and it excites me so now i don't particularly feel the need to do it because we in this bitch dog like yeah. we here we are here now but before when we wasn't here it was like hey fam you i straight, see you, you see me yeah. if something pop off we'll make yeah. sure we both get out like, of here. we all need to make sure we get the fuck up out of here but now it's like you see bitches in the store in pajamas and bonnets and it's like welcome home we in here now <laughs> welcome home <laughs> well i'm glad you put it that way because that's kind of where the story goes like mm-hmm. we was at the pond and i was <laughs> meeting dude and we was chopping it up, laughing. I'm telling like, yeah, bro, you caught me at the right time. Like, the work was bullshit. And I had this going on, mm-hmm. that going on. Plus, as a default, I'm already weird around black. Because I end up always awkwardly head nodding at black people in my town. But I never really get the opportunity to head nod no niggas. You see what I'm saying? There's almost mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. a nigga in town. It's always like a 46-year-old middle-aged balding black man with his t-shirt tucked into his sweatpants with new balance on dirty new balance it's always like that and then he's like hey what's up young blood and i'm like right damn like why do i have to do this but i do it anyway (laughs) i'm a good sport i do the thing it's just mentally inside i'm drained but like i was talking to dude and he from the city graduated one year before me from Ridge, which is like two streets over from right, where we fam, live. Like, I'm so, he really from the city. Nah, hey, bro, I'm so glad you answered that because I was going to let you get all the way through the story had you not mentioned it and be like, now, nah, is he from the city or is he is from Is he Dublin? from the city or is he from or like he from Dublin or Western? That's what he Western. said about us. Like when I he found even, out we was from the city city, yeah. he was like, oh, y'all niggas from Columbus for real. Oh, I was yeah, like, nah, for real. Yeah, bro, we Columbus <laughs> for real. Like, So we had some really good laughs. He brought some... Another another telltale that he's from Columbus. He pulled two Apple Crown bottles out of his bag. Right out of handed his bag. me one. I'm like, you're from the city for real. So in exchange for his bottle of alcohol, I told him where the Donatos was in New Mexico. Fair exchange, right? Yo, that is so like stand up of you, my guy. Like, fam, hey, fam, he was so out. grateful. He I know, was like, hey, bro, I know real? you don't know. Like, hey, bro, I know you don't know this. I know so I'm going, I'm going to share this with you because you're from the crib and you've you've proven yourself. He needs to know, so he, he appreciated that. So we we chopping it up, dude. Cool as hell, right? Like the indicate, and I told him like, bro, the indications you gave me just on how you approach the whole shit. Like, I'm gonna approach your wife. 
Give her my number. Ask if it's cool if I do yeah. that. Make sure you slide that to your husband. I'm not giving you my number. I'm right. giving you my number to give to your husband type shit. And I was like, bro, I'll fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? He's right. like, yeah, bro, you already know. So we end up kicking this shit. And bro, it's going to sound like I'm lying. Fam, I don't know why for whatever reason right now I imagine. Remember that ransom video uh, Kanye did for fucking Jay Prince? I just imagine Donovan sending you a video of a nigga going, hey, cat, just wanted to give you my number. (laughs) I don't want to give it to your wife. Holding up like a a newspaper from that day, (laughs) proving that it happened that day. So he gets up and he's walking me around. He's like, bro, I want to introduce you to the dude that puts these concerts on. And I'm like... All right, cool, okay. whatever. You okay. know, I don't give a fuck. Right. I'm walking like, around at this point. I got crown like, in my I like head. I don't care is, where you I take like me now. I like where this is going. You know, producer me is always like, oh. Yeah, he takes me backstage to meet the dude, not knowing, he not knowing, but I didn't know that I had already met the dude. My wife okay. had introduced me to the dude months ago. And I'm like, oh, you the dude. Da, da, da. So he introduced me to the dude. He's telling me in my ear, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? This nigga right here, bro. All you got to do is tell him, like, you want to be security. He'll pay you a couple hundred dollars for the night to just stand here backstage and eat their snacks. Columbus so, like, this nigga nigga's to the wild, heart, bro. boy. Cool ass nigga, right? So he's introduced me. After he introduced me to this dude, swear to God, Wes, he pulls six more niggas out of his ass that I have never seen before in this town. I'm talking about. Young soror, uh, young fraternity nigga from Atlanta. He just pulls out of nowhere. This nigga out of nowhere. <laughs> Family of niggas out of nowhere. Bro, niggas started coming out the out of no people I've never seen before. Fam. And every time he introduced me, I, I I find out where they from. I'm telling them where I'm from. All these niggas been here less than three weeks. Bro. Less than three weeks. Everybody just started showing up. I'm like, what is going on? I've been here five years. There's been twelve niggas in town. Bro, that sounded like a, a a scene from one of them Avengers movies when they all got together. It was like you met you met uh you met fucking Iron Man and then he brought out goddamn Doctor Strange Damn. and the Hulk. And <laughs> I know it, fam, I know it looked away, right? Because this was one of the one few nights where there's a black performer. Mm. Dude is from New Orleans and he does like jazz uh trumpet. And he like jazzes up all the old school jazz. Like he might play anniversary, but mm-hmm. Raphael Sadiq could be the tram- trumpet. You know what I'm saying? That kind of shit. Right. And it's, he puts on a live show. But at this point, every nigga in Los Alamos, New Mexico was on stage during the performance. And I know it looked away, fam. Like, I'm, but fortunately, the whole town was having a good time. Like, this is one of the best performances of the year when this dude comes. So it was dope because uh, while all this is going on, I turn around. Who's behind me? My son. Jaden's behind me backstage. I'm like, how did he get all, here? All the black people are on all stage. All the black people in town are on stage. I turn around. My son is standing behind me. I'm like, Jay, where the hell you come from? You know what he says to me, bro? He goes, yeah, Shamir said that he wanted to talk to me after the show. The performer wants to talk to Jay after the show. Oh, wow. Nice. Because apparently the performer's brother or something is in video game music programming, which is what my son wants to do. Nice. So my son's waiting backstage to, to rap with him after the show. They exchange numbers. He's, I'm like, no, good for you. I'll pound him out. I'll get the fuck out of there because nobody wants to be where their 18, 19-year-old son is. You fucking with his group. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be standing over a helicopter and he, while he's yeah. trying to network. So I leave him to his shit. Dude comes back over, kind of long story short, but I'm trying to get to the point of the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, we all going to be out at the bar after this. You fucking with it? He, well, not he didn't say you fucking with it. He asked what he's supposed to ask. He asked, are you allowed to come to the bar after this? <laughs> and of course, 
You know when a nigga asks you that, you gotta be like, yeah, nigga, what? Sure. You gotta chuckle right Bro, before you do it. Let me drop my wife and my daughter off at home. I'm coming I mean, to the I'll, bar, nigga. I'll what? beat you there, nigga. How about yeah. that? Even though you don't want to go. Like, even though you do, you know nothing more. I, you know now, I wanted nothing more than to take my socks and shoes off and go. Now you gotta go have two shots and two drinks and stay for 30 minutes just to prove you ain't no hoe. To sh- just to show I ain't no bitch. I ain't no bitch. But Fortunately, my wife was down to go out too, and he had his girl with him, and I met another black couple that they was going. So I'm like, "Fuck it, we got to oh, go." So man, we y'all are the kid going. off, bro. We really y'all. out, like we really y'all. out, bro. Drinking all these black people, y'all about to get a statue somewhere in New Mexico. This sounds like history is forming. History is definitely forming. So we dropped the kid off, put her in the bed. Jay is straight. Boom, boom, bam. We get back in the car. We head to the bar. Me and my wife is there. Dude and his wife is there. Other couples is there. Everybody from the thing that was black is at the bar. We see him as soon as we walk in and say, hey, because it took us a little minute to, you know, put our shit away and get there. So right. by then, right. everybody's already had a drink, a couple drinks. The whole shit is jumping. They got fucking Yin Yang twins and East Side boys playing on the jukebox. Like, it has turned into a whole, like, it's the CNS in there. Me and my wife approached the bar, approached some of our newfound friends. We sitting there at the bar. My wife is getting ready to order a drink. She's normally at this place because this is where she goes for karaoke. But that's Saturday nights, not Friday nights. So it turns into a different place. Right now, it's bumping on a Friday night. Don't you love when you discover a different night at a spot that you go to? I was like, I never never would have thought this went on here. Wes, I must have said eight times to nine different people. Is this always like this on Friday nights? Like, it was jumping in. It's like, so me and my wife were standing like, at the It's bar. like the first time you, like, stumbled in to get right, or the first time you found out about reggae night at Scully's. And you was like, oh, Fam, this, this happens all these? the time? Like, no fucking way. <laughs> That's exactly what I was saying, bro. And in the midst of me saying this, we leaning up against the bar, talking to our newly met people. We getting more acquainted. We talking. Dude, one of the dudes that I met is offering my son a job, which he literally just got today. Like, he got a new job off these niggas. It, nice. Everything's going swimmingly. Nah, that's what's up. I'm leaning up against the bar. Now, you know me, bro. I don't leave the house, especially not to make no first impressions, unless I got a certain amount of drip coming off me. Like, I have to... Show these niggas where I'm from, right? Like, you can't graduate from independence and leave out the house with jogging pants on and a Hanes t-shirt with your neck pulling all off. Like, you got to show these niggas some shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's a certain kind of aura that comes with the east side of Columbus that we come from. You know I mean, what I'm saying? If you, got, if you got to break the coogee out, man, do what you got to do. Bro, I had to, I gave, I gave him the I gave him the, the, the beach fit with the Air Maxes and the whole everything, right? So I'm there. I'm leaning against the bar. I'm talking to my wife, talking to her friends. And I feel a hand grab my upper elbow, like in my bicep area. But it's not like a like a nigga grab, like, hey, what's up, bro? Grab. It's like mm-hmm. a firm caress grab. <laughs> before I could process the caress, you know how time kind of slows down and you're calculating yeah, 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 every yeah, yeah. little thing in half of a fraction of a second? Yeah. I feel the grab, but it's not a firm grab like it's a nigga fucking with me that I just met that's drunk. It's like a caress up the sleeve of my arm, grab, grab. And I'm like, well, I'm looking at my wife. What the fuck is going on in here, mm-hmm. right? Before I can process that and I had time to look and see both my wife's arms, it was not her. <laughs> Before I could process what's happening here, chick spins around face to face with me and starts running her hands up my chest. Now, I got the beats fit on, so I only have like three buttons buttoned. 
all my chest is out, bro. So she's running her hands up my chest, up towards my shoulders, right in front of my wife at the bar. And before I could even calculate what was happening, somebody was like sweeping her off like, no, you don't want to do what you're doing right now. So my first reaction was to like do like a 185 heartbeat spin move on the dance floor and immediately put my arm around my wife. Like, right? Like that's all you can do is like make sure that like maybe I'm standing too far. Like I need to be standing directly hip to hip with my wife apparently. Now, mind you, white girl was drunk. She was completely plastered. And I think my wife is on like a three-week run for props around here. Like, she has been winning the last three weeks on this podcast. You know what my wife did after such an egregious display at the bar? Laugh. Like, she was so close, her knee could have touched this chick's ass. It wasn't like she was across the room. She was right there, Wes. You know what my wife did after all of that? She had to laugh. She shook her head and laughed. She had and to continue to order her drink. That's wild. Because what do you do for that? Like, what do you do? I didn't even know what to do. It was happening to me. It was happening to me. I leaned into my wife. I was like, I think I just got sexually harassed in the bar. Like, is this fam, always like this? Dumb, dumb ass me was just about to be like, I mean, you didn't file like a sexual harassment claim on this bitch. Like, do we need to call the bar? Uh, I need that footage from when that white woman <laughs> assaulted me, bro. And apparently, like. On her way to me, she had just got done, like, making out with dude's girl, like, on the side of her face without her knowledge. Like, the, the chick was just all over the place, right? Oh, like, so you, wow. once you get to that kind of level of blunt, drunk, you can almost not even blame her. Like, she don't know what the fuck she's doing. You, you were, like, the pinnacle of all of her Friday nights at this place, if it's always like that. She was like, I've been looking for you every Friday <laughs> since I've been coming here, and finally... I've had the opportunity to rub I'm you up and down. Move. Jesus, it was insane, bro. Like I was so, bro. I was so caught off guard. I didn't even know how I was and supposed like, to respond. Fam, I can't. I can't even knock you. Like, not that I'm like. What are you think, supposed to do? No, I'm, tell I'm, me what you do in this. this and this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm taking like a step out of being the dude who's getting his shit rubbed in your girl. Like, you can make eye contact with your girl while this is happening, and like it happens so fast that you can't move. I think you made the right move by like immediately going. And I immediately put my arm around my wife. Yeah, I, said, I think there. that's the best next move. Like, and like you stay there for like three or four songs. Like, you don't move no, around. Damn, too. like not not for nothing. Like, I'm going to like hug on my wife because I'm scared. Like, I'm scared <laughs> of not only what she might do to you, but what she might do to me, and like that you might come and attack me again, bro. Like, I'm really, I'm really gonna turn it all the way up to ten. Like, oh my god, babe. Like, I'm probably gonna by song two. I'm probably gonna be like, babe, like I. We might need to leave. Like she gonna have to talk. Bro, I swear I said that. I swear I said I was like, do you do you want to get out of here? Like this is crazy. She was like, no, no, you good. Like she she wasn't even mad. Like you know she was as thrown off as everybody else that was in the area that seen it. They was like, what the fuck just happened? And then like my my wife is asshole. You know that fam. So she'll just like use it as exhibit whatever letter she wants to make up at that point as to like, see, I'd be trying to tell you, you cute. And this is why you can't X, Y, and Z. And I'd be like, how do you argue with that when it happened right in front of her? Like baby was right there and the bitch still didn't care drunk or not. Like that works for her argument. You don't get to like juxtapose that in any, any shape. You, form what do you say to that? See, you see here, here's my dilemma. I only been cute for like two or three months now. Bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how to. I don't know how to perform. 
we've documented your cute journey on this podcast. We saw, you know, when 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 old girl was, you know, what I'm saying, giving you the vibes, and now you back again with another story because you went out with your cute outfit on. You gotta stop trying to be cute, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna you have to learn like, how to now, like. Like you've always been a you know a, a good looking guy, a well dresser, but like not right. that you cute, bro. Now being put like, together is different. Not that you cute, bro. You can't go outside looking cute. At least I got a well timed dresser, bro. Like I gotta see, give him doctors. Do you see me? I don't get haircuts yeah. for six weeks, not because I don't want to, nigga. But you gotta, <laughs> you gotta like really live this lifestyle. You gotta show him, baby. I don't give a fuck. I ain't hey, trying to look. So if this shit, look good bro. for you, this look good for me, baby. If you tell me I'm cute like this, I stay like this. I'm cool with That's that. That's some wild shit. Shit. I just like, I don't know what to do with that. Like it. all I knew to do was to spin around and be accounted, like bro, be accounted for in my, in my group. Like, fam, in, my, my in my brain, I'm just maintaining I. Right. But sometimes I catch my wife looking at me like I might not like make it out of the Even room that I'm standing. Yeah, and it'd be like, damn, she really feel that way. So like, I don't know if it's just because like I'm a dude, not me, and like I'm used to seeing me, and I I, I don't know. Like maybe I'm brainwashed or something, but like I I, I keep it basic AF because I don't at this point in like I don't want the attention. Like right, right, it's I, weird. I, I, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Yeah, it and is, like it yeah, pre- pressure is pressure is pressure, nigga. But pressure make diamonds, and I'm precious. <laughs> First of, um, <laughs> so so black people were at an all time extravagant this week. Um, we didn't I don't. We didn't get to talk about it last week, but I do want to talk about it this week, man. Can me and you talk about Tierra Mac, please? Who? Yeah, uh, Rhode Island's uh, twerking senator, pee popping on a handstand. Oh, yeah. Go go ahead. I purposely did not press play on the video, but I'm well. I'm I'm aware enough to. You I know, actually to- caught the video. TMC, uh, and I, the reason why I showed back up again is because not only is she like not apologizing, but she's doubling down. Like she's calling the people that are ridiculing what she did racist. And for those of y'all that don't keep up and don't know what we're talking about, uh, Senator Tierra Mack of Rhode Island, uh, uh, bisexual, I think she is, a black woman senator in Rhode Island, was uh, observed pee-popping on a handstand. Now, when I say pee-popping on a handstand, I'm not exaggerating. Like, you nah, might think that's oh, literal. She's simply twerking and Kat is playing it up for the sake of the podcast. But no, she was in a bikini upside down popping her ass like a Luke video. And the thing that I didn't know was that after she did that and posted it on like her social medias, she approached the camera and said, vote Senator Mack for Rhode Island. So it ain't like people was just being nosy and in her personal business. She was stamping it. Yeah, I pro- I promise you, I did not press play on the video because of the way that the video was titled. Like it was titled in a way that let me know, like senator, you know, trying to be a senator already, a senator trying to get real, whatever the case it was. Mm-hmm. I knew politician twerking. I saw her in this white bikini um, on the handstand, and I was like, I don't have time to press play on this right now. I'm gonna revisit it later, and I just never got back to it. But I have a conversation with my wife. My wife gave her a ten out of ten in her in, in the twerking score. She said no, she, she is grading job. on a curve. That was Maybe a seven is. at best. I haven't watched it. I can't speak on it. You know, what I I'm want saying? you to go back and I, text me after the show and tell me. I will. Me I will. My, but my that wife said she seven. gave out a. My wife said she gave out a proper twerk. Like if you gonna do it, do it. You know. Now the headstand gets a ten. And the this is what I'm saying. I guess was great, but the popping wasn't great. 
maybe this is what my wife, you know, if, to be able to do that on the handstand. Respect. Every, all bitches can't do that. You know what I'm Respect. saying? So that, you know what I'm saying? That puts you in another tier for sure, for sure. But like, according to her, like she, you know, she was, she was committed to that thing. Now her, you know, ma- making that her, her commercial for her campaign. That is kind of wild. Like, <laughs> like I, I, yeah, I, I it could it could sway me in a good or a bad way, but I guess everybody's campaign ads sway you in a good or a bad way. So that that really is not like too off track, but like don't don't nobody want to accept that there's a new world. Um, even though you know we operate under all these old ass fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen hundred ass rules out here. I, mm-hmm. I don't think they want to acknowledge the fact that, and not for nothing, we see it all the time. Like politicians are real people. Like we see these motherfuckers getting pulled over over for DUI, fucking little boys, prostitution. You know what I'm saying? Like they get caught for all types of shit. So don't make it seem like the black girl twerking is the worst thing that we've ever seen. And that's what my problem be with all of the shit. Like can't and that that's the again you know here I here I go black and white man on my shit. But like oh yeah, do your shit, bro. It, it's it, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy the things that are not accepted from us just because we're black, and the things that are are accepted that you know. I mean, not for the niggas coming all all shape, forms, fashions, and colors. You know what I'm saying? I think that's clear. You know, for for real, for real, bro. It, it, it's not just um particularly one group of people, but like the 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 things that we get pegged for versus the things that they get pegged for is, is wild. Like. A bitch can be wild with her gun views, but she a part of NRA, so like she get a pass about everything she say about guns. It'd be weird, like, and I'm not giving the babe a pass for. Twer- I don't even really know how I feel about it all the way. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, to you. I was, I was trying, I was trying to yeah. navigate based on what you're saying. How yeah, you? Yeah, I don't even know. I, I really don't even know how. Again, because not I didn't watch it. it. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I'm gonna have to go back and, and do my due diligence, and I might be walking this back next. But week. I mean, just if I write it down on paper and fold it up and hand it to you in class, and you read it. Can you deduce how you feel? Like, I'm assuming based on what you're saying, this is not going to stop you from voting for her if you lived in Rhode Island and you believed in her policies, no? Her twerking has nothing to do with her policy. And I think that's the, I think that's a lot of part that gets like caught, caught up, you know, because her, her twerking or not twerking has like no bearing on any of her political views or nothing that politicians seem to want to fucking talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like where, where would twerking fit into any of a politician's issues where they would have to be like, "Mm, I'm really pro twerking. So I can't really, (laughs) I can't really speak on that. You know what I'm saying? Like what, and that be the shit that bothers me. I think that's what I was really trying to say when it comes to the black and white shit, like the shit, it's crazy that we always get graded on the on the curve, you know what I'm saying, or on a weighted scale. Like again, we got to do twelve, ten times more. And regardless if we do some regular human everyday life shit, like yeah, I watered my garden with the hose, bitch. Like you know what I'm saying? Like why is that a big story? Because I did it versus when somebody else did it, and like it just be dumbass minute shit like that that I don't fuck with. But like it should, I don't believe it should stop her from becoming a senator, or it wouldn't stop me from giving her my vote if I lived. In that place where you know I could vote for her if her policies match something that I believed in, like and a little ass shaking on top of it might you know get her over the hump if somebody is a, if it's a tight race. I ain't gonna lie. I, ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I would say I hope you don't mind me offering some resistance, but I really do no. feel like this. if her policies were so great, like say she was, say she was trying to legalize marijuana in Rhode Island where it wasn't legal previously. I don't know what their laws are. Say she was trying to legalize medical marijuana in Rhode Island, and I was a voter in Rhode Island, would I let her pee popping on a handstand keep me from voting for her for potentially creating 
such great change? I think personally, my answer would be no. However, I don't think this is a nothing for me personally. I'm not going to speak broadly on how everybody should feel. For me personally, if I was a voter in Rhode Island, I wouldn't consider this a no, a nothing because although I do agree with you that pee popping in a bikini at the beach is probably being blown out of proportion a little bit. Mm-hmm. I do kind of want my elected officials to be a little bit more. I, I am a fan of putting on the veil. Like I want my elected officials to pretend like they're not regular people. That's just me though. Like I understand that they are, and I probably shouldn't want that. But like Let's one see. of my biggest problems with like Trump is like, Trump didn't behave in a presidential way. But if you look at some of the shit he did on paper, probably not that bad. But his behavior was so shitty, it irritated the fuck out of me every waking moment. So I guess I'm just big on appearance and how you showcase your professionalism. I mean, but I, but I get, and I think, you know, and of course this ain't no knock at you or nobody, but I think that's sure. where partially we go wrong in this country. Like politicians are not celebrities and they move that way. You know what I'm saying? Like these these niggas move like they are the shit when they come around and they do whatever the fuck they want to do. And like, I honestly, with the like the thought of a politician in the grand scheme of being like a public servant, like fam, why the, why the fuck are we praising you? Particularly if you're not doing nothing for us, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like y'all are. Y'all, oh, so you talking about Kamala Harris right now? A fam, I don't even know who who that lady is for real, for real. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't even want. I don't want to speak bad on her, but like, I don't know what to say about. It. Again, I don't know how I feel about her neither. Like, we we did it, Joe, and that's it. Is how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's the end of that sentence that they forgot to get on camera. But like, <sighs> to, Mama got to have a life too. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like every, every everything ain't everything ain't politics. You know what I'm saying? And my whole my whole life ain't politics or like I, I don't know, fam. Like it's you know, down I don't want to get down a deep wormhole of shit that I've Yeah, and see for is, for me, even though I kind of feel maybe I don't even say wouldn't I don't even want to say feel a way about it because that even sounds too strong for me personally. But like I wouldn't want her to lose her job. But if nah. I, but I feel like if people decided, mm, I don't know if I want to vote for her. I don't know if I want this to be a representation of my political party. I don't know how all mad right. I am. Let me, let me, let me. All right. So I, I hate to be this guy too, but fuck it. We're here. And this is kind of, mm-hmm. kind of current. Would you, if if you had to choose one or the other, do you choose the, the Senator who who's going up? Who's, uh, Whose whose red flag is she twerked at a bikini on the beach, or vote for the senator who was a strong proponent of overturning Roe versus Wade? <laughs> I'm, I'll give me the twerk on the beach. Give me the, give me the twerk see, on the I, beach. I think right? also what bothers me about the twerk on the beach, though, and this is just us spitballing, right? Like I don't yeah. feel too strongly about none of this shit. I'm not the politics guy. I'm just talking to you from a feelings right. perspective, like right. I think what bothers me the most, if anything, about the twerking on the beaches is so preventable. Like you, this ain't even the hill you need to die on. You know what I'm saying? Like all of this don't even need to be a thing. Like you don't, did you need to do it? I understand you can do it and you're free to do it, but did you need to do it? And I think that's my problem with a lot of society these days. It ain't just stopping with her. Like, a lot of this shit that we find people crying about on TikTok or long explaining on YouTube about you judging me, I'm, you know, respecting my right of choice. But like some of this shit be shit like 
But did you need to do it? Like, did you um, have to do it? I'm with I'm with you in that, and and what I think you mean as far as like your pot, like I'm with the idea of politicians, and I I spoke about this with like OGs and shit a couple of weeks ago when we talked about it. I'm I'm with the idea of these people supposing to have a certain level of reverence and be held in that light and that regard to the people around them or the people that should be looking up to them or you know their their constituents as you know politicians will call them like I. You you should be upheld in some type, of, but it also comes, you know, the the tail end of that comes from the work that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And like, uh, again, it goes back to politician, our regular people. And but like, where where do you draw the lines at reverence? You know what I'm saying? Because again, do you draw the line at twerking, or you motherfuckers ain't trying to fix how these psychos can't get AR-15s? you know, tomorrow to shoot up a school. And it's like, what, what really fucking matters? You know what I'm saying? I think that's where the frustration comes in because it's not really a black or a white thing, but it's like, look at what y'all will put so much light on versus Mm -hmm. what a real issue is. Yeah. Like it's fucking stupid. And and let me shoot this back at you too. And oh man, I hope I didn't just old man lose my thought on this. Um, (laughs) Here we go. This is what I wanted to ask you for you personally. How much are you going to be able to mentally tolerate seeing your boss do supervisor or, you know, somebody that with some overhead on view at the job, how much can you watch them do before you lose respect for them at the job? Like say you got a supervisor and he got drunk at the office party, started talking kind of stupid. Well, you can maybe let that slide, right? It's the Christmas party. We all a little bit lucid. He's just having fun. Give him a break, right? But then at the 4th of July party, he gets drunk and knocks the grill over and all the hot dogs spill everywhere. Right? <laughs> okay, whatever, bro. We, none of us wanted to knock the grill over. No big deal. <laughs> and then I, on a random August Thursday, his pants just fall down in the company meeting. Like, okay, how many of these before you lose respect for your peers, coworkers, or bosses? Like, I ain't even going to lie to you. I'm not saying pee popping is degrading. But it ain't for work either. It's not for the workplace. That, that that part, and I and I will say this, and I'll say the same thing for her. Like the the first instance, I'll say that you say he got drunk at the Christmas party and he started talking loose. Like it don't it don't make me lose respect for you, but it it puts you on deck. It puts mm-hmm. you on deck. I put you like, on. I put, I put a little stuff. put a little yeah. star by your name. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I'm too. looking for I something else to come out of you, and that could be anything else. It could be work related, non work related. Like you I can probably you can get, get rolled off quick. Yeah, you can get rolled off quick from that point. And like same thing for her. Like ASIS. Like if your if your next uh, campaign ad is your face superimposed on something from P Valley, then I'm probably just got to write you off because now. <laughs> You want some bullshit, like, and I uh-huh. can't. Yeah, and it goes back to that reverence conversation. Like, I want to. I set politicians, pastors, presidents, the peas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to hold y'all in a certain type of reverence. And I the all, veil. Of, all of them have fucked it up on their own. You know, I don't wake up in the morning being like, man, I hope Donald Trump get on TV this morning and fuck with all the Mexicans. And he just <laughs> delivers. Like, nah, like that's not what I'm looking for. Like, you get up and you do it on your own, bro, and like. Well, what's off with you? What was it? What was in the Cheerios this morning, GG? And like again, like they're supposed to be. I mean, and not not for nothing. We talk about our dads here all the time. Like there's a certain reverence that we hold, you know, those those men too. So like, yeah, and it's up and it's up to the people to uphold that. It's not up to me to uphold that. It's up to you to uphold that because not for like as those people in those like positions, you create that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So like, it's up to you to you created it. It's up to you to like uphold people. Acting accordingly, and if you fuck and that again, up, man, like, 
You fuck it Again, up. Again, I, I wouldn't feel no like I wouldn't feel nowhere near how I feel. And it ain't even that strong to begin with. But I wouldn't feel this way at all if somebody was just digging in her fucking old Twitter accounts and just found a video of her twerking. It's the right, fact that she offered right, it right. up. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, you yeah. want the, you put your work stamp on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even if she didn't put her work stamp on it and it was yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like fucking uh Senator Mac 2022. Yeah. If you didn't even just do that and you was just minding your business, having a good time with your girlfriends, enjoying some pina coladas, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be nearly how I feel about it now. It's like, bro, stay out of personal. Like she's off the yeah. clock. It was, she clocked in to do it. Like, why'd you was, clock in first? It, it was definitely a, a terrible attempt at snatching a demographic. <laughs> Speaking of snatching a demographic, bro, I got I need you to help me navigate whether this is real or not, right? So I'm just gonna tell you what it is. And I'm going to need you to tell me if this is real. Because I'm, uh, oh man, I don't even have this app. I don't know what the kids are doing these days. Like, I feel like the kids do a lot of shit that they want our old asses to believe is real. And it ain't really real. Like, there was some shit going around some months ago where everybody was on high alert because apparently teens were loosening the lug nuts on people's cars. And you need to check the lug nuts on your car before you drive off because teens are doing it for a TikTok challenge. And I read it in my work emails and I was like... Bitch, ain't no high school kid doing this. Like, shut up. Y'all believe everything TikTok say. TikTok is fucking with you by saying it's a challenge to get you scared. And it's not really a challenge. Nobody's doing this. It's too too much work. And you want to know what that automatically puts me in the mindset of. This one comes around once every, I'll give it something odd, like 11. Y'all don't even want to say it's that long. Like once every five years about the the cars with the headlights on. and the If they they flash flash their headlights, if you flash them back. They're going to kill the gang's going to get you like, why the fuck y'all think the gang? Why y'all think gangs got this much organization? They've been recycling that same shit since 94. Don't flash back. Like cut it. And really since 86, like they've just been recycling the hell out of that. And it's like, it's not a real thing. And then again, like not for nothing in the times that we live in, and particularly for me, like your fucking phone battery going to die trying to get a TikTok off of me, nigga. Cause I don't leave the house for three days at a time, bro. So fuck up my lug nuts. If you want to, I'm going out circling my <laughs> shit plenty of times throughout the week. Anyways, I'm gonna be like, that shit look loose as hell. Like I'm going to notice that hidden behind a tree with your camera phone. <laughs> your out. phone going to die, bro. Fuck around with me. So tell me if this is real. Apparently there's a challenge. And again, I want to sound so stupid if this mm, is fake, right. but I'm bringing it here for you to tell me if it's fake. Cause I feel like it's fake, but apparently there's <laughs> There is a TikTok challenge called vapping. Not oh vaping, vapping. Oh, Have you heard I of vapping? Heard, I heard what you said. You, if we're not going to talk about it, who's going to talk about it? We're the only podcast that can talk about it. I see. There's. So, I want to. I want to. <laughs> you really want to quit like, the show? This I is the did. first I time I, I saw you. This is the first time on your face. I can see you want to quit the show. You almost quit. Fam, you almost quit the show not, for wanting I'm to talk not, about this. I'm not gonna lie to you. Should I explain like, to him what vaping is first? You, you should, but I want to say the fact <laughs> that this is the dumb shit that comes across my timelines that like I have to see. Because so show me you're what face you made me. when you saw vaping for the first time. <laughs> no, for the listeners first, at home that it, don't it, have it, TikTok, yeah. And if you listen to this and you don't have TikTok, you're doing it right. First of all, what vaping is. It's TikTok I influencers. You, I feel like you're still putting too much P in it. It's vabbing. It's vabbing. Thank you. Vabbing. Okay. Yeah, two Bs. TikTok influencers want us to believe that young women, prior to going to the club, are applying a different type of perfume to their wrists, neck, 
and behind the ears. Um, what they are doing is, in lieu of bath and body works, they are skipping the bath. How am I going to put this gently for the radio listeners? They are extracting their own juices and applying it as if mm-hmm. it's perfume and then mm-hmm. going out to the club. And the theory is that the smell of their bodily fluids in the frontal regions, I, I feel like I'm doing a good job. I keep this <laughs> radio. In the frontal regions, the smell of their blo- bodily fluids in their frontal regions are irresistible to men, and they have way higher shooting numbers when they go out to the club when they put just a little bit of wop <laughs> behind their right ear. <laughs> is this real, Wes? This isn't real, right? Um, and I don't even think this came Nobody's across, doing this. I don't even think this came across my desk on TikTok. I feel like it came across my desk on something else, and I was just it came up per- on my YouTube. I, I was perplexed. Um, you know, it, I had to hit him with the you know, cock to the side, ears up, puppy dog. And then the second face was the eyebrows raised, like, hmm. Let's see, like how let's see if there's like more information to be gathered here. Let's see if anybody's actually like done some research. Um I I will I will say, um <laughs> I believe that this could be a thing for a small percentage of women. I feel like really? small, I feel like a small percentage of women could get away with this. Um in a in a positive way? In a positive way. Okay. In a, so in a positive way. Let let's unpack this. First off, let's start by, I think that we both are in agreement that we both enjoy a natural fragrance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A natural fragrance ain't bad. Mm-hmm. But for me, certain smells go in certain places. Like my wife will tell y'all, I don't like baked good candles. I don't like candles that smell like baked goods. Okay. If you light a sugar cookie candle, I'm blowing it out. <laughs> because I don't want to smell sugar cookies if there ain't none baking. Okay. You follow what I'm putting down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same shit applies here. I don't mind the smell mm. of a woman's natural okay. frontal regions aromas if I'm in that arena already. Okay. But if I'm at the club and I'm just standing by you, if I can smell your legs, <laughs> like if I can smell your legs from your shoulders, I, f- I just feel like something's wrong. Well, and then that's something to consider. Um as a woman from a man's point of view, a nigga don't know that you vabbed before you left the house. So if <laughs> right. I walk past you and I smell what ain't be, because like this, I, I don't even want to get into all of that, but like, it's so hard to like not sound like a horrible yeah, podcast. Vagina has a, dis, a distinctive, you know, smell. So I don't, I don't Several even want to say, I don't, smells. but that's what I'm saying. I don't even want to call it a smell. Cause the smell kind of has like a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. It has a fragrance. I'll Aromas. say, you know, aroma fragrance, words like that. And some is like pure water. So like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I that and I and maybe that's like the small percentage that I'm considering could probably that's one of my favorite smells when it smells like, pure, like man what water. pure water is pretty great um that's top three but that's what I'm saying I just I, I just don't think the the percentage of of women that's gonna be able to get away with that and then like I I feel like it's the again it goes with the I feel like that got to be a part of a whole package like you can't just like go out in a sweatpants and heels night and vab and think you're going to get chose that night. Cause you wore a corset with your sweats and your heels. Like 
Nah, it got to like, or, it, you know, it's like going to buy the whack wig and everything else is even whacker. Like, girl, you spent all this money on this whack wig and you still look terrible along with everything else that you got on. Like, that's not going to be, that's not like if you was, if you a five, the vabbing is not going to push you to a nine. Like, I can guarantee you that it's not, it's not going for, like, it's not going to make a nigga like just start looking around immediately when he get around you. Like, why do I all of a sudden need to seek out a thing right. that that bad it person left the way. house like it don't but work what you way. are saying like if I already have vested interest and me and you are already I sitting on it. the couch and we have already left the dance floor we're already vibing I lean in to say it in your ear cause Puff Daddy's a little too loud and then I felt I smell the vibe then we might be then we I'm might be like that that might be a good uh, breadcrumb trail for like Netflix and chill like if you want to Netflix mm. if you want to call a nigga over like vab vab on a nigga one time, you know what I'm saying? Bow bow, you know what I'm saying? Put 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 your dabs on where you so need you to put them on. You don't sound like that. you're terribly against it. I'm not terribly against it, but the way that I feel like some of these, I feel like the I feel like the the bitches that you sage heard this and immediately went to their notebook and wrote this one down so they can start doing this moving forward, fam. The poetry slams are about to smell disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Your natural bitch is going to lose this challenge. It's going to be What terrible. I want to say is, part of me feels like that this is the influencers like basically pranking all their viewers. Like, High potential. I feel like it's a couple of bitches that decided, like, watch what we can make them do. Like, watch how strong our influence really is. And they ain't really doing it, but then the people in the comments is going, hmm. Like I, I think if anything, it might start off as not a real thing until it yeah, becomes and I wanna, a real thing. I want to be clear. I don't promote this. I don't think that anybody Please, should do this. do this. Like, I'm it's not, not worth I'm not... the risk to me. Because like you said, it'll take you from a five to a seven. Or, or if we already vibing, it, it might take the seven to an eight. But it can't take not, you out the dugout. And, and, like, it's not going to pull you like, off the bench. Yeah, and it's going to take me back to, like, my, my just my real, the real nigga in me. Like, girl, if you want me to smell that thing, let me smell that thing. Like, yeah, like, stop, let me smell the food. Yeah, let stop, me playing, stop playing with me. Yeah, let me vab it. Let me put it on. Let me you dab that be shit behind my neck, girl. Like, I got it. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, and then you want it the most natural way. Like, I don't want to smell it, like, after it's behind your ear for two and a half no, hours. Yeah, <laughs> yikes. Like, that might not be the best representation. That might not you be what you want me to have. Bro, that's certainly a peel banana situation. Like, <laughs> you only have but so many minutes before. Yeah, this yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the internet's tripping still. Uh, I know me and you are both pro Doja Cat here on the show. Um, Doja Cat's having a little bit of trouble out there navigating the internet. I, saw. I, saw. <laughs> I feel like we need to, like to cape for it this week. Uh, I'm on the job. I'm going to get my trench, my tan trench coat. Uh. My detective hat. We're going to fix this for Doja Cat this week. Um, <laughs> for those of y'all that don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, Doja Cat and one of the little white boys from Stranger <laughs> Things are beefing on the internet. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, listen to Doja Cat's beefs. Nas and a nigga that fights a Demogorgon. <laughs> like, it's so... So, apparently what happened was Doja Cat was binging Stranger Things as people do. And her crush got so strong where she felt like she just needed to act on it. So I guess she reached out to one of the one of the actors in the show to try to assist her in the layup to try to get dude to holler at other dude for her. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, even though she was trying to reach out to a dude named Joseph Quinn, I don't watch Stranger Things, so I don't yeah, know. The dude cool. that she leaned on for the assist exposed her DMs mm-hmm. 
and ratted on her for trying to like slide and like trying to holler at dude. Now, apparently dude is on the younger side, maybe 18, 19, 20, something like that, which so the fuck what, bro? Like, man, well, the, up. you 18, the, 19, 20. It's dope. The headline that I saw tried to make it nasty by saying that the, the dude that she reached out to that is the, the, the co-star of the other dude is only 17. That's where they tried to make it Yeah, but she wasn't trying to fuck him. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. That's where they made the headline I nasty saw people at. attacking Doja Cat. Yeah. Like, why would you use a child to be your wingman? And it's like... That so nigga's paying. He's seventeen. He should be excited about it. It's not telling. Man, telling nigga, is just getting way too cool. That nigga is paying the mortgage and the taxes wherever he live at, bro. He can definitely tell his buddy right next to him, Doja Cat, want to give you some pussy. Like, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. You, do you think that he exposed these DMs because she wasn't trying to throw him no pussy? I think he just. You a think lame that's possible, fam? I think he's just lame. I think he's just lame white dude, bro. Like, there's really no excuse for that besides lame white dude. Like, even if you wanted. Doja Cat to throw you the pussy and she didn't. Like, it's lame of you to do that. Bro. It's you lame of you to You might have missed your turn. You might have missed your turn. She might have been like, hey, fam, look, I'm about to stop right here, but I'm hitting the cul-de-sac and I'm But you, but in two years, you'll be 19. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to hit the cul-de-sac and I'm going to double back on you one time. Like, don't block your blessing, fam. I just can't imagine the situation in which I tell her. I'm married and I wouldn't tell on Doja Cat for that. Nah, like, hell no. Nah. If Doja Cat hit me in the DMs, and fucking was asking me about one of my friends. I'm not even telling. Like I, I, I just gonna, don't understand. I ain't even gonna beat you. If if Doja Cat hit me and was like, "Hey, yo, the the nigga that you do the podcast with, Cat, like, it's fine as hell, please, bro. Yeah, please tell my, him. I want to like, run my hands up his chest at the bar. Please tell him I want to vab all of my pussy juice behind <laughs> his neck. Like, if she, I feel like you would tell me, and that would be up to me to make that decision. I'm calling you, and the first thing I'm gonna say is, "Where's Donovan? Like, I need to tell both <laughs> of you together. Like, I need y'all to know this. This is phenomenal." Right. Like, I just, I don't understand people's obsession. Like, these young niggas, I don't understand the obsession with telling and exposure and not keeping shit low. Like, who is not I'm teaching on. them that you get way more action if you shut the fuck up than you ever will being loud about the one thing that ever happened to you? You know, I know the the other guys and a few other guys always say there's a Hove bar for everything, but I'm 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 turn, I'm going turn of the century and there's a Drake bar for everything. And, you know, niggas talk more than bitches these days. Mm-hmm. Who could get the pussy quicker these days? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a, there's a Drake bar for everything, and that's literally like the epitome of that. There's no other way to explain it. Like, cause what? Like, what is your reasoning for telling nigga? She didn't even like send you a um. She didn't even send the young dude the fucking um. What's the fruit? Goddamn, she ain't send you a banana. She ain't send you the fucking uh eggplant emoji or none of that shit, fam. She was like, hey, right. just tell your homeboy I'm trying to holler. It's it's insane. I, I don't get the telling. I don't get none of that shit. Like. To me, if nothing else, and this might sound like I'm being nasty, but if nothing else, maybe Doja Cat learns that she needs to go ahead and back to the other side of the fence on her dating preferences because it's a lot of niggas that would shut up about that. Like, even a lot of niggas that don't listen to her music and don't fuck with Doja Cat would shut up about that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nas would shut up about that. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't feel like it's a whole lot of niggas in the culture that would, like, put her out there like no, nah, I mean, I, I, she's, she's, she's like, she's like the old saying, you're like rubber, I'm like glue, whatever bounce off of me sticks to you. Like she keep bouncing back from some pretty egregious shit. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the chat room shit I thought might've ended her. And then she dropped like six hits on niggas. And it was like, I don't even remember what happened in that chat room shit because she redeemed herself. And like, I was having this conversation with my wife earlier. I forget who we was talking about, but like. If you do weird shit, like, and you be weird, that's cool, fam. We always going to look past. I thought we was having a conversation about the baby. 
And I was saying how oh, I was just saying how it's the baby or the baby. The baby. The baby. Okay. Yeah, not the baby. You're the expecting baby. you. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, we was having a car, and I was like, it's crazy how you know all of that trouble caught up to him. She was like, What you mean? I was just like, just all the shit that he's done has finally caught up to him. Like he was on a certain trajectory, and I was like, I don't think the, the letters community shit is what really because he bounced back from that in a sense, mm-hmm. but like ultimately he's not delivering with the music. So nobody cares anymore. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. If you if you want to deliver with the music again, then maybe we will care. But like it's it, it's sad that you know pe- people work themselves in that position. But again, she's she's bounced back from that several times. So I I think she'll do well. But can I I have I think I have I think it's a perfect spot to put this right here. I I, mm-hmm. I do have a gripe that I have to get out um with with the world today here on this podcast. <laughs> oh shit, we're addressing the world today. Oh, I'm, ad- I'm addressing the world. There was no news this week. Yeah, there's no. But this is why I'm bringing it to the podcast. And there was Let's no way it. I was going to let us get through this episode without addressing this. And I feel like right now is the perfect time to release my hate. Um, and I don't even know how to like bring this up or address it properly to like like leap make a suspense for nothing. So I feel like I might just want to go all the way to ten with it. Um, Let's do it. But I want to ask. Fuck it. Have you heard of or have you ever had? And if you have, just I just need short form answer here. Yes or no. Have you ever heard of or have you ever had cotton candy grapes? Yes. Okay. Um, I want to put on record right here on episode 146 of the Dipton Butter Program. Cotton candy grapes are fucking trash bro <gasps> i remember at a point in time the internet went fucking nuts the internet went nuts cotton, over can- cotton candy grapes? internet I went that. nuts over cotton candy grapes at a certain point in time family like never appealed to me then never wanted to run to the store to get them like heard people like i don't hear much talk about them these days but like i remember at a point in time cotton candy grapes. i didn't know it was a big thing top tier like niggas wanted cotton candy if you eat grapes you need cotton candy grapes period (laughs) that's what niggas were saying out here so like being a real nigga and doing what real niggas do in the grocery store the other day me and my wife are you know in the produce section and she goes oh babe look they have cotton candy grapes and she had never had them either so she picks it up you know being niggas you know you eat fruit out the goddamn store shit happens you know what i'm saying so she picks it up (laughs) you gotta wait you tasted a couple right there she she bites one, bam! She t- bow right in the middle of the aisle. You know what I'm saying? And like sh- she bites it, nigga. And she does like it almost. If you know how like people be dramatic sometimes, but like you know how it would almost look like you ran into a brick wall. She was like, whoa! Like she was like, <laughs> oh yeah! She was like, whoa! And I was like, where? She? I was like, like that. She was like, like that, fam. I took the grape and I bit like you know how like usually when you bite stuff, you bite it to chew it and like. But you fam, bought it. Had, you bit it to taste. You I were bit sucking it as soon as you clenched. Fam, I said, and the little bit of cotton candy grape juice got in my mouth, dog. And I had to take that shit out of my mouth, fam. That is so, like, first of all, let's just be very, very clear that that grows in no vineyard, nowhere. <laughs> There's on the no face natural of earth. vine that's There is these no down. vineyard that's picking right. these grapes off of this joint. So they're right. made in a laboratory somewhere. Let's just get For that sure. shit For sure. out. Out in the open, they like have the to fact, do some ungodly things to these. The plants. fact that they even still come on the stalk is kind of like insulting, fam. Yeah, like, I want them in a box even, with no vine. I why? Because why do I need box. the vine, bro? You didn't. You didn't grow these on a vine, so you grew. You made the vine too. Fucking wow! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, 
instantly like bro i had to i had to double back to the grapes and get a regular grape to wash the cotton candy grape taste out of my mouth because there was no way what color did you grab to wash it out green i just went straight green because the cotton candy grape is green too so i was like i just need to go along the same line yeah i was like let me go ahead and just get a regular green bow popped it down got me right because there was no way i would have been able to walk around the store with that taste in my mouth but i even had to walk around with the like half chewed grape in my finger for well, like five minutes. Well, because skin gets between your teeth. Like, escaping grapes takes a day and a half. It does. It does. But, like, I still had the, the, the... And after I threw that away, fam, I smelled my hand. My hand smelled like straight cotton candy. Like, and, like, this is... this is, And this is my this is my thing about the cotton candy grape and why it's trash, bro. When you go and get grapes, you usually get, you know, a vine or two. You, you end up probably somewhere with 20, 30, 40 grapes. Anytime you might go get you, you know what I'm saying? A lot of all grapes. The grapes, fam. You don't eat a How couple. many times did you ever go to the line at the fair and order 40 fucking cotton candies? <laughs> Not ever. Each one of those goddamn grapes tastes like a whole handful of cotton candy. Cotton candy, dog. And I just couldn't imagine being at home and bashing them. You should literally have a tummy ache after you eat those grapes. I hate fam, because that's candy, like that's like eating. That's what I'm saying, fam. That's like I hate eating cotton candy. It's twenty gross. cotton candies in a row, like, and I, I'm sure grapes already ain't like the greatest source of whatever you need out of fruit. But like to to then make them cotton candy, fl- like, fam, who the fuck at the grape factory one day was like, you know what these grapes are missing? <laughs> Artificial flavoring and cotton colors. candy, and they was just like, we're gonna turn our business model up one million times, and like they're really like committed to this shit. And I want to put it on record and let you any. I and I'm I said this when I was in the garage. I was spazzing this. I had my wife cry. She might have almost had a baby in the store, nigga. I was going so ham. Dog. You were so mad about. I was so upset, fam. And like I want to put this on record for, uh, and I hope to. Uh, let me ask this question before I say this, just so I know where I stand. Do you like cotton candy grapes? I love them. Okay. I hate to say this to you, but I'm going to say this on record. Sure. I probably don't want to have any real food conversation with you. <laughs> if you like cotton candy grapes. Uh, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that because so, those are terrible. Before I go, <laughs> before it's my turn, I want to say that I've, I've, I, you know, I love these moments where me and you get to be completely <laughs> opposite ends of a discussion. Like, I think this is the biggest space me and you have ever had between a topic. I think so. I say, and you notice I wasn't like interrupting you. Mm-mm. I was letting you go because <laughs> I want to go. First of all, in my 70 pounds of weight loss <laughs> health journey, grapes is pivotal for me. Every day I fast till 10 a.m. Now that might not sound long to much of y'all, but I, I wake to, up at 3.30 a.m. I try to go till 12, bro. I wake up at 3.30 a.m., I drink a water, I drink a glass of water, and I take a vitamin, and I don't eat till 10. And don't lose when where I you're going. When I eat 10, every you- day, this is what I eat for lunch, every day at 10 o'clock. A bushel of grapes, one banana, and one pack of peanut butter orange crack, the orange mm-hmm. square crackers. Mm-hmm. One. One pack, one bananas, one bushel of grapes. That's what I eat at 10 o'clock. And then I eat at like 2.33 o'clock, like a chicken wrap or a turkey wrap or something and some tortilla chips at two or three, thir- three 30 or something like that o'clock. And then I stop eating for the rest of the day until 10 o'clock the next day. That is mm-hmm. my fast. Mm-hmm. So I eat grapes every day, Wes, every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. I have a hierarchy of grapes. Me and my wife was just talking about the grape hierarchy 
the other day. <laughs> this is how you know I'm not bullshitting you for content. My hierarchy of grapes goes as follows. At the very top, the best and most efficient grape is red. Red. Yeah. It's red. Red grapes, I found out, are the best grapes. I grew up my whole life thinking green grapes were the best grapes. I just like grapes, though. I like purple grapes. I like them all. I like purple table grapes I like them as well. all. I like them it all. Goes, let me tell you the hierarchy. It goes red, then cotton candy, <laughs> then black, then big purple table grapes with seeds, right. and then green is three floors into the basement, Damn. bro. So when you told me you washed out cotton candy with a green sour grape, yeah, it's funny that you said what you said because when you said I washed it out with a green, in my mind I said, I don't want to talk grapes with him ever again because yeah, no, yeah. green <laughs> is the worst yeah. grape nah, on the bro. table. It green did. is like, the when, worst grape. When's the, when's the last time you just had a regular green grape versus the cotton candy grape, bro? Recently, because like I have to switch it up because I eat grapes every day at work. So like I'll get sick of black and sick of red, and then I'll just grab a Now, I have to buy like two or three bags at a time because I'll buy my fruit for the whole week. Right. And I, I like it to get ripe in the refrigerator and stuff like that. So the longer it goes before I eat it, the sweeter. So I do be buying white slash green grapes. They just suck the most. Like green grapes... Suck ass, bro. Let me let me ask you your top three. I'll give you top five things of uh, food that you need from the fair. Mm. Uh, from me? Yeah. Number one is a funnel cake. Okay. One Number one is a funnel cake. Now, one of my answers, I, we'll do three because I don't think we have time for it. Number one is a funnel cake. Number two is pizza. I enjoy a thick, doughy, fair pizza. I can understand that. Now, number three, it might be cheating, but I'm from Ohio and they have this at Ohio. They have a fresh baked cookie stand there. Okay. That serves hot, fresh, miniature chocolate chip cookies by the bucket Mm -hmm. with cold milk. That's number three for me. Now, I can make the list longer if you need me to. But if you need to know stuff like this, corn dog ain't on there. Okay, uh, elephant I mean, ear ain't on. Honestly, ain't make it. Honestly, I don't. I don't. I mean, may, may, maybe Billy I switched, ain't on Maybe I switched lanes too quick, but I'm just gonna like hit the brakes and double back to the lane that we were in. I okay. asked you that really to figure out where cotton candy landed on there, and it was, no, and it <laughs> was nowhere. Cotton candy is trash. All right, it but was see, nowhere. to me, nowhere. to me, the reason I think why I'm caping for the grapes is to me, cotton candy grapes taste like strawberry grapes. It don't. I don't. I don't get hey, cotton candy. Hey, anymore. brother, I want to start. I want to put on record here. Rest in peace to you're you're not gonna eat cotton candy grapes anymore you're not gonna be able to look at them the same way so i i can't wait for you to tell me you're done with those is it bad is there something bad there's nothing they're they're, they're gross that's what my grocery store don't have them that often anyway like i'll go in the morning one time to like sometimes to get my lunch for the week and they'll have them and i'll grab a bag and by the time i call my wife and say hey babe they got your cotton candy grapes up here they're gone out here Bro, I'm sure Bill Nye will probably tell you cotton candy grapes and spam are made out of the same. It probably causes cancer. I mean, if we've been all the way real, they cause cancer for sure, for sure. They got to get it to us some shape, form, or fashion. But I don't think they're bad. And I'm with you. Cotton candy and grapes. Yeah, like I'm with you. Cotton candy, the product, the soft sugar that they spun into spiderweb for whatever reason. 
I don't know who wants to eat strawberry spider webs. It's not me. Cotton candy that, is disgusting. To but me. that's where they got the flavor from. So that make if cotton candy is disgusting, then that makes the, the grapes? grapes disgusting. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Coconut flavoring is good, but coconuts are trash. Coconut's trash, period. All across you the board. You don't like even the flavoring at all? Nope. Nothing about coconut good? No coconut So you're not like that about me. anything? Like, to me, strawberry flavoring is good, but strawberries are kind of whack. Apples like, are trash. I'll take strawberries over strawberry flavored anything. What about apples? Apples suck, bro. Uh, depends on which kind of apples we're talking about. You like a Granny Smith, don't you? You look like a Granny Smith. Bro. I do enjoy a Granny Smith, but a Fuji, <laughs> a Fuji apple is where it's at. <laughs> bro, I don't understand why people even buy apples when you walk past pears to get to them. Like, do you, you have to walk past three different varieties of pears to get to apples. And niggas is still buying apples. I don't like the texture of pears. The crunchiness of them? The the te- Like, if you want to, like, bust it down into, like, a smoothie or something, I could probably take it. But, like, to just have a pear, I can't. It's like. A hard one or a soft one? Because they, they, they come in. Don't know the difference. They taste like well, sand. Soft pears are godly, but hard green pears are you might as well eat an apple. Whichever one, well don't they apple. don't they put some in the old school fruit cocktail? Whichever one goes in a fruit cocktail, I could probably deal with. That's the soft. That's the soft brown ugly one. The okay. uglier the pear, the better they taste. It's weird. Bet. I'll take it. Yeah. Those are good. Like when for those of y'all listening right now, we're this is fruit talk on uh WVKO right now. But <laughs> for those of y'all listening. If y'all don't know how to shop for pears, don't get the pretty, bright, green, fat-looking ones. Those are the worst ones. My wife taught me this. Get the ugly, brown, skinny, malnutritious-looking ones. Let them sit on the top of your refrigerator for a day. And when I tell you them shits get so soft, like you'll bite it and the juice will like run down your arm, bro. Them shits are the best ones. Yeah, that's different. But I don't fruit know, is I don't know nothing trash. about nothing, though. Yeah. yeah, bananas are trash, too, and I eat them shits every day. They taste like plants. I had a banana that was too green, and it tastes like I bit the bottom of a tree. It was stupid. I, Yuck. Why is this like this? Why do you even and sell these? That's what I'm saying. And while science is out here turning cotton candy into green globes, they need to be figuring bananas out. These shits cost 50 cents a bundle, and they're still whack. Like, those should be substituting ramen noodles for the people that can't afford anything. Speaking of people that can't afford anything, I got a what would you do for the week. Okay. You ready? I am. This came across my YouTube algorithm. I think the video is old, and part of me feels like we've talked about this before, but I ain't quite sure, so stop me if we talked about this already. Okay. But it's literally a channel that does what-would-you-do scenarios, and they call them like yeah, yeah, yeah. experiments, uh, yeah. social ex- social John, experiments. John, John Quinones. Yeah, and I don't know if you've seen this one or not, but they had a social experiment where a young black mother came in a restaurant with two of her kids, and she's a single mother, and she's in the restaurant, and they're they're performing their obviously written lines in the middle of a fucking grilled cheese restaurant with everybody sitting in there. How they don't know these people are actors all facing the cameras is beyond me. But whatever. That's neither here nor there. The actors were tasked with the experiment of having the mother sit down with the two kids, ordering one plate of food and dividing it up amongst the three of them and vocally speaking about how they cannot afford more than one plate. So like when the food finally comes and it's one sandwich and one serving of fries, right? The the son says, why can't we order our own meals? And then the mom goes, well, honey, it's because we can only afford one plate. So we'll have to share it amongst the three of us. And for one, I'm just sitting there rolling my eyes like, 
Bitch, if y'all sharing one plate, this certainly ain't the first time. So why your son would be asking this time while y'all are sharing a plate is beyond me. And then number two, let's assume this is a real life scenario. If y'all are that broke, y'all need to be buying apples and pears. Y'all don't need to be going out to eat. Why are y'all at Denny's if y'all True. only have $12 when you're going to have to tip two of the dollars to begin with? True. But but they could have been shooting a Tyler Perry film, man. You never know. Could have been. And my, my question is to you is, they were ridiculing all the stand buyers and the extras right. and the people that were a part of the experiment, quote unquote, that they were testing to see what would they do. They was being a little bit ridiculing when they was coming up to people that kind of looked side-eyed, rubbernecked, and didn't say nothing like, well, I noticed that you saw that she couldn't provide for her kids and afford whole meals for them. And we heard the cameras picked up you saying to your date that you would really love to buy them kids food. Why wouldn't you? And I'm just sitting there like, bitch, duh, because like she might yell at him. Like in situations like that, I could totally see being embarrassed or offended that you would be in somebody's business. Like I know me, if I was at Texas Royal House and literally the booth that I shared a back with, like, you know how they sit you at a booth mm-hmm. and like you literally back to back with another dad yeah. and his daughter is fucking standing up on the chair looking at your table now because mm-hmm. their food didn't come. If I'm back to back with a family and I can literally hear them out of my back right ear saying how they can only afford two platters, that's their fucking business, bro. Like they made it here. That's none of my yeah. business. There, there's definitely um, a level of mind your business there, but there's also a, a radius and a range for that. And like you as a nigga back to back today, booth, like if you overhear that and you want to handle that then that's on you or the people that's in like the table next to them or, you know, who, again, whoever is in like the closest radius. But if I'm four or five tables away from, I don't give a fuck what I heard. That ain't my business. Like now it's not like I'm eavesdropping and now I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giving out charity where it might not be needed. Like how little man don't know that we got some other shit to do later. We just stop here for a snack. So I ain't about to buy you little niggas. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that, again, that's the, that's the level of mind your business. You know what I'm saying? That I'd be coming into. But again, like with that show, they be making it hella obvious. You know what I'm saying? And like, right. I, I got I got my own views about shit like that because like the these it's so weird how restaurants are so attached to the food that they give out like it's not paid for one once it showed up to the store. It's very, very mm. weird. Um, you know what I'm saying? And particularly in, in occasions where you can probably genuinely tell people need some help. You know what I'm saying? So like if if a lady if, if the waitress should have been the first person to handle that before me, <laughs> like, you know I'm gonna I'm bring saying? some more rolls and butter. I'm, here, baby. I'm gonna bring y'all. Trip. Yeah, I got y'all an extra plate of fries. That's her little man. But you know, just just anything like, and I just I feel like we're I feel like we are in a position in this country where we're where we're able to help people in that fashion, and we just don't. Um, and again, like not not for nothing, like girl, you you can only afford one plate for you and your two little small kids. I hey, do what you got to do because gas is six dollars, and I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like I, maybe I'm this hurt. is the growth that these little bastards and need it, to start appreciating. Yeah, bro. And like I, I I be hating because like, and I I want to be very clear that I be recognizing you know the, the 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 blessed position that I live in. But like I say, we've talked about old Beggy Lot on the corner out there, like. Some days when I ride past her sign, I'd be like, I I, I really ain't got it for you today, baby, because I need it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it's like, it's it's tough to be in that position sometimes. And I've been in that position, you know what I'm saying, as a younger dude where I, where I just gave out. And like I said, I've, it's so funny to go back and like look at Facebook memories and shit, but like I've given away the last five and $8 in my pocket when I ain't have shit to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And it's not a lot, but just the, the mentality of shit. Man, 
I'm getting it. Like it's coming from somewhere, and like the and and almost ten times out of ten, that shit always fucking works, dog. Even when, you know what I'm saying, even if you're not doing it for that reason. So like, I just feel like a lot of people be in that position. But I'm also a again, like if I'm four or five tables away, dog, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I can empathize or sympathize, whatever the correct word is, right there, and like move about my cabin, and not, I can still sleep tonight. Yeah, I'm with you. And the last thing I want to do is call myself being like soft hearted and trying to quote unquote do the right thing walk over to the table all humble with my hands in my pockets saying, excuse me, ma'am, I overheard your son saying he's hungry. Do you mind if I buy him a little BLT or one of them turkey clubs? And then she jumped down my neck. Like, there's no, like, and that ain't even, that. I don't even think that's a reach to be assuming that that could happen. That absolutely could happen. You know what I mean? Like, for me, let me put myself, right? Different situation, but similar enough to where I think you would get it. If I'm in Walmart, with just me and my daughter, right? It's daddy-daughter day. And we walking up the toy aisle. And I tell my daughter, hey, you can pick out a Barbie if you want. I just want her to have one Barbie. I don't want her to get to a point where she's asking for something every time we come in the store. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll tell her nothing sometimes. Maybe I'll tell her she can pick one small thing sometimes. But what if I tell her she can have a Barbie, right? Mm-hmm. And then some gentleman comes down the aisle just wanting to be nice. And he goes, I noticed she was looking at the bicycle back there do you mind if I buy it for her? Like, no, nigga, you can't buy it for her. Like, <laughs> right. If I wanted to have the bike, I would go get it. And that ain't even a pride thing to me. Like, maybe she ain't been acting a way this week that makes her deserve a bike. Now, I understand that a child eating for the day is different from getting a bike, but you don't know what's going on in right. the house. For sure. Or you want to know what I always think about? And this, this is it's always fire to me when it happens, but I, I, I like thinking about the part that nobody ever really thinks about. The pay it forward shit that people do at drive throughs. You know when what I'm saying? When they pay for somebody, the meal behind them, is it? Like, and it's so fire when it's happening to like, because it, it turns up like the vibration of the drive through line. It'd be like, oh, shit. Like, because like when you get out you. You and that person getting their food and you finally get like motherfuckers is honking horns and pointing fingers and shit. Mm. But nobody ever talks about where it stops at. And that's more than likely the person that the really. The last person, it. like, man, fuck that. Nigga, I but needed I this for you. I man. don't have it. Like, you, I. Or the nigga behind me, like, how much you said? How much? Like, I don't got 30. You know, I got one meal. Like, I'm not why paying do, 30 that, for a meal. Because there's no good reason for it to stop besides that person don't got it or that person need it. And man, I you think to do, me, to me, you got to do the, that shit during the lunch hour when everybody's getting singular. Nah, you can't fam. try that shit at six thirty, nah, bro. Nah, you got to picking up. Dinner. You got to go do that shit on Wednesdays and Thursdays, man. Everybody get paid on Fridays. You feel me? You can be a blessing. Is it for real, bro? That shit stops at somebody who needs that shit, fam. Somebody, especially like gas is six dollars now, fam. Somebody might have to choose between ten dollars in the tank or ten dollars to go get something to eat, and you might save somebody from an overdraft fee. <sighs> Listen. Speaking of McDonald's and paying it forward and paying for the meal and all of that, real quick before we get out of here, what's your thoughts on whether or not the baby dad should have brought McDonald's to the whole family or not? Mm. I know you saw it. I know it I came mean, across your desk. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of details. I don't know how to go over it quickly. Um, from the scenario that I saw that she painted, if he was um playing daddy beforehand, he probably should have kept playing daddy. Um. I believe that there's a lot of communication that was missed, even though, I, you know, I believe that situation turned out to be fake. But I believe if it was a real situation, there's a lot of communication that was missed um, between between the two of them before it would have got to that point if that was a real thing. Um, and I, I more more than anything, it was a bad look for her. I think, like I say, had the situation been real, I think she looked bad um, in the situation versus him, because how you going to knock a nigga for taking care of his like and, and I understand her point of you was here well, before and you was doing it before you know what I'm saying and that's cool but like let's 
again, you know, a lot of situations, a lot of people, let's get rooted in reality. And sometimes people want to live in fairy tale land and that ain't real. I think if I'm looking at both sides of this and I'm trying to take up for both people, if I'm trying to look up, look out for both people, I'm saying maybe she should have took the McDonald's, allowed the father to provide and do something for his son because it looked like it was a bag of fresh McDonald's with an undrinked drink that he was supposed yeah. to sit, take in there and allegedly eat in front of his siblings. Go ahead and take the McDonald's, walk inside the house, bend over and explain to your son that he's not eating that McDonald's because we either are all eating it or we're all not eating it. And have that talk with your son and say, yeah. listen, I know your daddy got you McDonald's. And I don't mind him trying to do for you, but if you was going to eat McDonald's with your dad, y'all should have ate it there. Yeah. The rest of your brothers and sisters don't have McDonald's. Do you really want to do that to your siblings? And even if his answer is yes, that's another conversation y'all need to have between you and your son. Like, well, listen, we are all a family here. I understand your dad only got one kid, but I have five of y'all. And if we ain't all eating McDonald's, then we ain't none eating McDonald's. That's what I mean. And like I say, there, there, there's some communication that was missed there had this been a real situation. Where she went wrong with me, like in the beginning of that video, is she said, my baby dad does this every day. So you had several opportunities to tell him before, yeah. Yeah, before you broke out the joint, you know what I'm saying? But like, uh, yeah, it's, it's difficult to, you know, tell the other two. It's difficult to explain to the other kids why they one brother is eating McDonald's and why they only got cotton candy grapes. No, it ain't. Uh, I'll explain it to him because this is the one kid that's better than the rest of y'all. Ain't none of y'all's daddies here, and that's why y'all don't get haircuts. This has been the Dipped in Butter program. We appreciate y'all listening to our foolishness each and every week, even if we don't got none for y'all. But this uh, apparently is a week that we had something for y'all, man. My name is Kat. <laughs> you can check out my extra content right here on our old episodes, nigga. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, I mean, because uh, anything else is probably not real um, at this point. <laughs> but it's your boy, West No T, um, and all that other shit that you know me for. Um, yeah, still not saying it. Still going to tell y'all that I'm not saying it because that's actually a fun time for me at the end of the podcast. So, <laughs> you start getting something out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck with me, though. Yeah, like I say, each and every week, the universe is way too big for your little ass problems. And you know what? Vabbing in a club, not a little thing. Be careful with that. And, uh, Good luck to you women out there that's doing that. I hope it works out well for you. Yikes. Uh, number one rule around here, tell a friend and tell a friend, uh, not only about the podcast, but uh, just to, you know, stay true to my grape for the week. Stay away from the grapes, okay? The cotton candy grapes are not what you need to have. Like, if, if you like the cotton candy grapes, treat yourself like once a year, like if you really do enjoy them. But if you've never gone and ordered 20, 30, or 40 cotton candies at the fair, I really don't want to hear you tell me how much you love cotton candy grapes. Um, And then rule number two, mind your motherfucking business. Yes, sir. We'll catch y'all next week. You have officially been dead.